welcome to this Emerald podcast and today we're talking to Stella Collins about her new venture Stella Labs and if you'd just like to start by just tell me a little bit about what it is please. Hello Fiona nice to be with you today. So um, Stella Labs is a, a new startup in Belgium and our mission is to, to fill the, the skills crunch. There's such a big skills gap coming up with all the uh, new technology that's being invented, the, the sort of artificial intelligence that's out there, the stuff that's coming up around data science, cloud computing. And what we plan to do is we know there's a big skills gap. So our intention is to help plug that skills gap by offering really, really effective training um, and doing the really deep technical training that people need also some of the competences that people need when they are in a technical role but using the brain-friendly principles that you know I've been using for so long mm -hmm. to um, to create really different technical training. Excellent and this has been done with Raf Samus and so how did you two come to collaborate on this? So it's it's kind of a lovely story, actually. Um, <laughs> about this time last year, Learning Tech last year, I was uh, um, stopped by somebody who said, ah, I've come here specially to talk to you. And um, he'd read my book and um, was very interested in what, what Stella Learning did in terms of brain-friendly learning. And he introduced me to, he was working with Raf at the time. Raf already had his other company that's been very successful in terms of uh, recruitment in the tech industry. And um, so Raf and I met and Raf said, look, I'm starting this new company and really I'm looking for some consulting at the moment. So can you come and help us consult and kind of do an audit as to whether our planned training that we want to offer um, is, is genuinely evidence-based and, and science, you know, scientifically proven methodology. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I came along, did a, an audit for them and, you know, yes, they were they were definitely on the right tracks, gave them some ideas about some additional things they could do. And then Raf said, okay, so can you come along and um, and train our um, our team on, on delivering brain-friendly uh, science-based learning? So I said, yes, fine. Anyway, so I was working with them, doing some consulting, and then we, we started looking for a, a business partner. So Raf was, was setting up this new company, Stella Labs, very much with a focus on the technology training. Mm -hmm. And um, we were looking for a business partner for him, and we, you know, we kind of interviewed a number of people, and we just couldn't find anybody who had the, the right uh, set of skills. And then we just kind of were chatting one day and Raf said, Stella, it would just be really interesting if, if it was you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd also been thinking about how um, my background, I, I worked in IT initially. So I've always had a passion for IT. When I first set up Stella Learning, I really wanted to transform IT training or technical training because I felt it was, it was not doing as good a job as it could. So for me, it was like a real kind of um, culmination of everything I've been doing over the years and finally coming back to to working in a technical field again um, and the funny thing is that they had already come up with the name Stella Labs before they actually met me oh wow so <laughs> the whole coincidence thing was just <laughs> it was just too hard to resist it was so, meant to um, be <laughs> yeah so at the end of last year we were officially set up Stella Labs as a, a new company and we're rocketing ahead 
Excellent. That that is a lovely story. That is that's great. Um, so it's as you said, it's based in Belgium. So how is learning being delivered? So we have a, a methodology where we're delivering a very hybrid blend of um, we use digital platforms, mm -hmm. um, but we also have face-to-face -face, uh, labs, we call them, rather than workshops, which are very much around skills practice, feedback. Uh, we have mentors who support the learning. Um, and we're, we're using the whole brain-friendly methodology so that we're really, really getting people motivated from the start. We're making sure that everything is multi-sensory, that we're um, really really using the the memory triggers that we know are really important and then I think the thing that is probably the piece that often gets missed out is making sure that people are getting space learning so we're, we're spacing our learning tracks across time but we're also ensuring that we're following up with people um, using um, technology um, to make sure that they are being nudged and reminded and they're being helped to recall what they already know in terms of sort of theory. And then we work on um, really keeping it focused on a work basis. So the context for learning is really work focused so that, and they're applying what they learn in our labs. They're yeah. immediately applying it back at work. Okay. And where, where are these labs? Are you traveling to organizations or are they coming to you how's that at the moment we're in the process of setting up open programs mm -hmm. so that's our that's our sort of starting point so to sort of draw awareness to us and and you know we know we know there are um, a lot of people with need out there but yeah. we're also very interested in talking to organizations who may want to have something in-house so the program we're working on first is a program on cyber security mm -hmm. so there's a there is zero percent unemployment in the field of cybersecurity specialists. <laughs> right. um, so we know, you know, there's a, a massive requirement and um, people are really interested in getting into cybersecurity. But, you know, it is a very complex area um, and there are some training programs out there, but a lot of them are purely online. Um, some of them are purely face to face, but none of them, as far as we're aware, are using the sort of the whole blended methodology that we're using. Um, so we're starting off that. We're also looking at things like um, cloud computing um, and data science programs. So, we're, you know, we're, we're, we really are looking at the, the technical side of, of uh, the industry, um, but then also providing the, the competences. So, for instance, um, uh, resilience for people who work in cybersecurity, because as you can imagine, it can be quite a challenging, a challenging job. Mm -hmm. And then we've got some other areas we're looking at as well. So I'm just in the process of designing a program on, um, we're calling it active learning. It's kind of learn to learn. We know one of the skills for the future as um, people are going to have to learn more, faster, um, because of uh, you know the, the change in technology, people are going to have to learn more quickly and they're going to have to learn more often. Uh, we, we really believe that people don't necessarily know how to learn as well as they could. So we want to improve the skills of learning as well. So that's another program I'm setting up. So we're running them as open programs to start with, but we're very interested to talk to organizations who may want to, um, you know, work in-house. Maybe they've got a team who needs to improve their cybersecurity skills, for instance, or it could be some other element of, of technical skills. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And on the, you know, it says that the training methodology um, that you're doing is based on latest neuroscientific insights. I mean, you say in your book about how much, 
you know, the field of neuroscience is, is changing almost on a daily basis. And what was, you know, as an accepted part of neuroscience maybe five years ago isn't now. So, you know, the so I guess the methodology has to has to adapt over time. And is, is that what is happening? Absolutely. Um, I would say it's not that um, we're not sort of proving neuroscience wrong so much mm-hmm. as we're just finding out new things all the time. Um, I had a very interesting conversation with somebody recently and we were talking about does neuroscience um, show us new ways to learn or new ways to deliver training or is it merely providing evidence for ways that really effective ways that have always worked Um, and I think for me one of the things is that you know really really good training designers really good um, facilitators are already they know what works because they've they've been doing it for years and they've sort of got the the evidence of their own best practice. I think what neuroscience helps to do is prove that it works and give us an evidence base that then we can go to organizations and say, look, you know, just throwing more content at people just mm-hmm. won't work. So there's no point saying, we want a training course on this, 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 and can you fit in, um, you know, 20 ad- additional ideas because we know that won't work. That'll just give people overload. They will yeah. not be able to work at all. Um, they, they won't be able to absorb it all in their brains. And if you don't give them the the practice back at work and give them the feedback, then that's also not going to work. So it's kind of often proving what really good training is already done. But there are new things that are coming out from neuroscience that, that do give us evidence that, you know, we really need to do particular um, interventions. Mm. Mm. Excellent. So... There's, I mean, you sort of already answered that in a way, but how, how do you see Stellabs evolving, as you say, because, you know, tech is evolving all the time. There's massive change in the workplace constantly. So how, how do you see methodology of training and learning evolving as alongside organisations and what they're doing? So, so one of our aims is is to evolve, and one of the things we're doing is we've partnered with the um, University of Antwerp to do mm-hmm. some actual um, research into um, in, into an area that's really interesting. It, it, it's um, it's an assessment type of um, research. So we're looking at as people are progressing through a program, rather than just assess them right at the end and say, you know. Did they pass the exam? Did they pass the test? Whatever it is. It's about making assessment part of the learning process, which is always something I've been really fascinated by that, you know, if you're learning, you should keep assessing where you are. And if you've not not succeeded yet, it kind of ties into the growth mindset yet. If you've not succeeded yet, that's just because you're still in the learning process. And actually Mm. there. Therefore, you can continue to uh, try new things out, practice new things, um, get more feedback until you can pass the assessment. And this research we're doing is about looking at what makes for really good assessment. So what is it people really need that tells them that they're on the right track? And that might be, and with that knowledge, so the learner themselves can sort of realize that um, you know, they need to make a change in what they're doing, but also that information is available to um, their mentors and their facilitators. So they can also support them in finding the right, um, you know, do they do they need to do more practice? Do they need to understand the theory better? Um, do they just need to, um, you know, try something differently? 
So it's about having um, access to very specific assessment criteria. And, and the research we're doing is assessing what are the important cri assessment criteria for, for really good learning. Mm -hmm. Okay, that, I mean, that's really interesting to have the, you know, the proper research behind it as well and to be collaborating with, you know, such a, such a university as a University of Antwerp, it gives a lot of credence to, to what you're doing and and how you're delivering it. And one of the things, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. One of the things we, we want to eventually do is make sure that, um, not make sure, is to actually be starting to use AI to help mm. us with that assessment. So as we create more data in our platform, we believe that we can use AI to make that more automated. Mm -hmm. You know, a bit, a bit like uh, Amazon. You know, nudges you to, you know, you like, you read this book, so now you'll like this other book. Yeah, it's yeah. about providing recommendations for, you know, you did really well on this particular exercise. So maybe next time you're learning X, Y, or Z, this might be a good way for you to go. So that's well, going to be a really exciting element. Yeah, and would that work the other way? As in, you know, you didn't perform so well on this. Maybe you should try something different. Absolutely. Try this. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent yeah good okay well that that's a really good introduction to Stella Labs and what you're doing and what what you're aiming to do and it's really great um so we wish you the best of luck and maybe we can do another one a bit further down the line and you can tell us about all the exciting things that you're doing that would be great as soon as we've got some results it would be really nice to uh, to have a conversation with you again it would be, and we'd, we'd love to um, hear about those results. Thank you for your time, Stella. Okay, thank you, Fiona. Nice to talk to you. Thank you.